It's time, D-Heads. Disney Blue presents Disney On Demand. Every week, Disney Blue lets you relive the magic, the movies, and the memories with celebrity guests, the best of classic Disney, and breaking news on Disney's latest. So put on your ears and give it a little bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. Disney Blue's Disney On Demand is on the air! Now, here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. All right, all of you D-heads, you tuned in for another magical installment of Disney Blue's Disney On Demand, and the new year has arrived. Happy New Year. We are here in 2015. And this week, for show number 96, for the week of January 15th, 2015, we are going to have all kinds of fun, as we have a returning guest here to kick off the new year. You know her as a woman who is roaring. You also know her as a friend to a dragon in Pete's Dragon. And we have Helen Reddy. Yes, the Grammy Award winner, the actress, the woman behind Pete's Dragon. I am woman, hear me roar. Helen Reddy is stopping back with us once again here at Disney On Demand. In addition, no show would be complete without the D-Team. Yes, you have questions and he has answers, and Aaron is going to answer all your questions with I Want to Know. We also have Caitlin back with the latest from the Walt Disney World Resort with WDW in 2. And let's not forget just what happened within the Disney company with this week in Disney history with Nathan. And we're going to go down into the vault with another Blu-ray and DVD that you want to add to your collection. This time Jason might be a little reluctant, to say the least in the vault and let's not forget all those disney tunes with a magical music review as Paige is going to take a look back into one of those fantastic disney classics that we've all come to know and love there's all kinds of news hot off the d-wire all kinds of fun many things on the horizon helen ready here with the show so before i officially kick off the show i do want to mention that disradio.com is probably sponsored by dvc-rental.com at dvc-rental.com you can save up to 60 percent on your next walt disney world vacation just by purchasing unused Vacation Club points and staying at the best Walt Disney World resorts like the Polynesian, the Grand Floridian, Animal Kingdom, and more just by booking through dvc-rental.com, the official sponsor of Diz Radio. So, all of you D-heads, with that said, it is 2015. We're getting ready to have some fun. I am waiting for Elliot to just make his appearance as he visits an old friend with Helen Reddy. So let's officially kick off show number 96 for the week of January 15th, 2015. And I will be right back, all VD heads. Happy New Year. Just rely on me. Dang, we know you're out there. It's late. 
mercy, we'll just laugh. Eat them, eat them, eat them for dessert. Yeah! Roast him gently so the flames won't hurt! Yeah! <laughs> Spread out! Champ in your own backyard Our love is overflowing It keeps on growing We'll sleep good knowing you're home In these hills We're gonna swing them from a tree In these hills We're gonna sting them like a bee In these hills We're gonna spill them on his head In these hills We're gonna fill them full of land In these hills In these hills In these Press envelope to Davis and Kirk. Write down that piece. PD three three five two. Hi, that's me. No, not the green one. I'm Sean Marshall, and I played Pete when I was a kid many years ago. When we were making Pete's Dragon, Elliot wasn't there. He was invisible, and I could only see him in my imagination. You sure changed my life. The magic of Disney's artists brought Elliot to life so you could see him too. They used a special effects technique perfected at Disney Studios known as the sodium screen process. In today's digital age of computers, it's much easier than it used to be. You may even have heard of the terms blue screen or green screen. It's like this. Someone is photographed against a very specially lit green background. Later, computer programs eliminate all the green and leave just the person. Then that image can be combined with any kind of background. Hello, this is Helen Reddy, and you're listening to Disney On Demand. Lost long ago, I will hear every story. Day. 
Invisible, impossible, troublesome, massive mischief. Pete's Dragon. A motion picture full of adventure. And excitement. Beware of the evil Dr. Terminus. And his helper, Hoagie. Hide from the mean. Family of wicked wackos. Share an irresistible secret with Lampy. Celebrate with Nora, a newfound friend. And live it up with the funniest, most lovable dragon alive. Elliot! 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 My dragon! The best pal a boy could ever have. I love you too. Sing. with a wonderful motion picture. Walt Disney Productions. Pete's Dragon. Wow, that's great. You're the most wonderful dragon in the whole world. You're never too old to feel young. Pete's Dragon. It's Disney Blues. Disney On Demand. You hear that? It's the winds of change. Here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. All right, all of you D-heads, so I'm back, and I hope you enjoyed the official kickoff for show number 96 for the week of January 15th, 2015. And we have all kinds of fun as we are kicking off the new year as we have a returning guest, as I already mentioned. You know her from Pete's Dragon. I am woman, hear me roar. We have the one and only Helen Reddy stopping back with us here at Disney On Demand. Helen is back in the United States singing songs and touring as she does best, and she is stopping back once again. And I'm excited to kick off 2015 with Helen 
ringing in the new year. We also have the D team back as we have Aaron, Caitlin, Nathan, Jason, and Paige all stopping in with their signature segments and tons of news hot off the D wire. So before I jump into news, I do want to give you all the different ways you can stay connected here at Disney On Demand. And first and foremost, you can visit our official website at DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z Radio.com. There you can find our full list of past shows, the complete podcast archives, our lifetime of Disney player, the newest news blogs, and more right there on our official website at DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z Radio.com. You can also connect up with us all over the social media outlets on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Disney On Demand. You can friend us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash John Diz. That's J-O-N-D-I-Z. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and more. Just search Diz Radio, D-I-Z Radio, or Disney Blue, and that's B-L-U. And remember, you can subscribe to our latest shows on Stitcher Radio and iTunes and get the latest shows right there on your newsfeed, your blog, your Android, your iPhone, you name it, and get the latest shows as they get released just by subscribing. So, all VD heads, with that said, all the ways to stay connected out of the way, let's jump into news hot off the D-Wire, and let's talk about Disney's Big Hero 6 arriving on Disney Movies Anywhere on February 3rd and on Blu-ray February 24th. Now, there's a lot of great things involved with this from Walt Disney Animation Studios with Frozen, Wreck-It Ralph. Now you have Disney's Big Hero 6, which is introducing you to the lovable robot who is going to change your world. You can join Baymax, as well as Hero in a comic adventure that's going to make your heart soar as they learn teamwork and becoming more than you thought you could be. Now with all the heart and humor audience expect from Walt Disney Animation Studios, Big Hero 6 is an action-packed comedy adventure that introduces Baymax, a lovable personal companion robot who forms a special bond with robotics prodigy Hero. When a devastating turn of events catapults them into the midst of a dangerous plot unfolding in the streets of San Francisco, Hero turns to Baymax and his diverse group of friends, adrenaline junkie Gogo, as well as Neat Nick Wasabi and chemistry whiz Honey Lemon and fanboy Fred, who transform into a band of unlikely heroes. You can bring home Disney's Big Hero 6 featuring comic book style action with unforgettable characters and more on Disney Movies Anywhere, the streaming service on February 3rd and on Blu-ray the 24th of February. Now there are a variety of different things including frozen Easter eggs as well as Feast, the theatrical short. Now there's also the origin story of Big Hero 6 called Hero's Journey, hosted by Jamie Chung, the voice of Gogo. Now you can join the team behind the team that brought Big Hero 6 to the screen. There's also the Big Animator 6, the characters behind the characters. You can join the six lead animators of Big Hero 6 as they talk about each of the characters and how they came to be the heroes they are now. Now there's also a slew of deleted scenes that has intros by the directors Don Hall and Chris Williams, including two alternate openings and more. Now there's also Big Hero Secrets, an Easter egg hunt. Yes, as I hinted to, the movie is filled with Easter eggs. And this BuzzFeed type list piece will give you a sampling of some of the hidden treasures in the film. You can see if you can find the Easter egg about Easter eggs. Now this is only on the Blu-ray only. Now there's also gag animations and Beatmax where you can check out some of Baymax's greatest lines auto-tuned like you've never heard them before. Now this is part of the Disney Movies Anywhere only. Now on the DVD you're only going to get a condensed version of this so I highly encourage you to get the Blu-ray or Disney Movies Anywhere and this is officially Big Hero 6 getting released on February 3rd for Disney Movies Anywhere and on Blu-ray on the 24th. Now, continuing on with movies, since we are talking about a variety of different movies on the horizon, let's talk about 3D. Now, I, for one, 
3D is give or take for me, but 3D industry leader Legend 3D was awarded four feature film conversions through the summer of 2016. Yes, Legend 3D Inc., a market-leading 3D visual effects company and conversion company, has been formally awarded four major tentpole conversions for multiple studios booking feature conversion and 3D effects work throughout June of 2016. Now, in addition to the feature films currently in production at the facility, Legend is also in final negotiations on three other full feature conversions during 2015 and 16. Now these films will utilize Legend's new depth grade node and real-time conversion pipeline and most of them will be hubbed and conformed at Legend's Hollywood 3D facility. Now by doubling our capacity to over 400 artists and a production staff through an expansion into our new Canadian facility and by adding real-time depth process which gives filmmakers ultimate creative control of their films, we are now achieving all three facets of the elusive VFX triad quality, speed, and competitive pricing, said Matt Aki, EVP of production for Legend. Now, Legend has done a variety of different conversions that we're already familiar with. One of those for Disney, Maleficent, as well as The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Now, the amount of 3D conversion that is coming up in 15 and 16 is astounding, as they said. We've now become a 3D facility that can say yes to any needs that studios might need. Now, many of these conversions that are going to be taking place are going to be for TriStar Pictures, Marvel Studios, MGM, Lionsgate, Warner Brothers, Walt Disney Pictures, and more. If you want to find out more about Legend 3D, their services, and just how it works, definitely check them out at Legend3D.com, and that's the number three. Now, continuing on with news, let's get away from uh, Hollywood and the movies, and let's get to the parks. And how about the Disneyland Resort? Yes, Disneyland Resort is now offering Southern California residents a limited-time special tickets as Frozen Fun debuts in the Disney California Adventure Park. Yes, the Disneyland Resort kicked off 2015 with a special ticket offer exclusively for Southern California residents with options for two or three days of magic, fun, and adventure and special prices. Now, for a limited time, residents may purchase the tickets to experience the new Frozen Fun at Disney's California Adventure Park and also enjoy the classic attractions and other entertainment through the Disneyland Resort. Now, the Southern California resident tickets began being available on January 7th, the same day as two premieres, Frozen Fun at Hollywoodland in Disney's California Adventure, as well as Frozen Show at the Fantasy Fair in Disneyland Park. Now, Frozen Fun will entertain guests for a limited time and includes an elegant new location where guests can meet and greet Anna and Elsa from the hit animated film Frozen. Now, to explore the new Frozen experiences as well as other fun and excitement at the Disneyland Resort, Southern California residents may use special tickets to visit one park per day or purchase park hopper tickets for two to three day periods. Now, these are set at special pricing just for California residents. Now, Frozen Fun at Disney California Adventure Park is going to have a variety of different things. Now, it's going to be that limited time offering, as I mentioned, with Anna and Elsa's Royal Welcome, an elegant location inside the Disney Animation Studio, as well as ways that you can learn how to draw a snowman, where you can learn how to draw Olaf in an all-new drawing experience. Now, there's also going to be things taking place in Stage 17, Olaf's Snowfest. It creates a winter scene where guests may meet and share warm hugs with Olaf himself. A giant play area with real snow encouraging guests of all ages to build snow creations and zip down a snow slide. Yes, a snow slide in California. You heard me right. Now there's going to be a variety of different things and Olaf Snowfest will end on April 30th, 2015. You want to keep that note. 
Now, after dark, just outside the entrance to Olaf Showfest, the area transforms into Freeze the Night, a family dance party where guests can chill out in an interactive party that celebrates all things Frozen with exciting music, games, photo opportunities, drinks, snacks, ice sculptures, and all kinds of things with, of course, a Frozen theme. Now, these are all new things that are taking place. If you want to find out more about this, you can visit Disneyland.com slash two day. And that's the number two day a Y for more information about the park hours. Now, pushing along here, since we were talking about Frozen, everybody loves Frozen and, of course, music. The one thing Frozen did do is brought the musical back to Disney. And Disney Music Group is now holding three titles in Billboard's top 10 album sales chart. Guardians of the Galaxy, Into the Woods, and Frozen. Yes, unprecedented for the Disney Music Group. Three soundtracks hold positions on Billboard's top 10 top album sales for the week ending of January 4th, 2015. The Grammy-nominated Guardians of the Galaxy is number two with 70,000 units. Into the Woods is number three with 51,000 units. And the Grammy-nominated Triple Platinum Frozen is number 10 with 29,000 units, according to the Nielsen SoundScan. Now, the last time a music company had three soundtracks in the top 10 was in 1978 with Saturday Night Fever, Grease, and Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Band. Now this is unprecedented for the Disney Music Group and since 1978. I mean this is history in the making. Now Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy has earned over 773 million dollars worldwide including 333 million in North America alone. Now, Into the Woods, which is currently in theaters with the music and lyrics by Steven Sodheim, has earned over 91 million since it debuted on Christmas Day already. And of course, the Academy Award-winning Frozen is the fifth highest-grossing film of all time and the highest-grossing animated film with more than $1.27 billion globally. Now, moving aside from all of that, let's just curl up and read. How about a nice, quiet book? something that you just want to get your hands into and delve deep. Well, how about Mousegate announcing the launch of its website, mousegate.com, and its search for new authors with stories centered around, are you ready for this? Walt Disney World. That's right. Mousegate has officially launched its new site at mousegate.com, and Mousegate needs new authors willing to write books, including any aspect of the Walt Disney World locations. Currently, Mousegate contains a collection of separate adventure series written for preschool, preteens, teens, and all of those young at heart. Now, these books are written in a style and with content to appeal to readers of all ages. Now, books currently in the series center around Walt Disney locations around the world. Now, this could include theme parks, cruise lines, or any kind of Disney location with more than 500 resorts worldwide. Now, these books are written in a style and content that's really going to just drive that reader and bring them in and also fuel their love of Disney. Now, stories in the books using the same storyline concept may also include other popular recreational places as well with a target audience. Depending on the stories, the book can range from 96 to 256 pages. Now, within these adventures, they are looking for people to be propelled into fantastic worlds filled with humor, mystery, thrills, action, cliffhangers, twists, and turns. I should try that a little bit better. That are filled with humor, mystery, thrills, action, cliffhangers, twists, turns, and even a little romance. All right. I tried to pull it off on the fly. Didn't really work. Anyways, not every book will have all the same elements, and it'll leave the reader wanting more. Now, Mousegate's plan is to make each of these stories available immediately in paperback and digital formats in ebooks as well, with audiobooks to follow 
later. Now, if you want to get on board of this, if you have an idea, you don't have to have a book written, but they do want ideas for your books, and you can become an author. You can visit mousegate.com and get on board and maybe be that next great Ridley Pearson and write your best uh, kingdom novel as well. So get ready, and uh, you know maybe there's some future authors out there. Now, pushing along to the preschool side, let's talk about the imagination movers. Yeah, you're thinking, come on, that's for little kids. But hey, who doesn't have an imagination? Who doesn't want to have some catchy music? Well, how about watch out for flying toilet paper as Disney Junior's Imagination Movers have officially announced their East Coast concert date. Yes, the Emmy-winning Imagination Movers will embark on their first U.S. concert tour in almost two years to support their new CD and DVD release, License to Move. Now, the first series of dates will begin in March on March 20th in Wayne, New Jersey and finish up on April 12th in Pennsylvania. Now, there's also going to be new stops added in Boston, Connecticut, Hartford, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, uh, New York, Delaware, and many other places as well to be announced a little bit later. Now, over the last decade, fans in North America, Europe, and Asia have discovered that the movers deliver an exhilarating and exciting rock concert that one wants to experience with their children. Now, kids and parents sing along with the movers, hooky choruses, learn crazy dances, marvel at the sight of confetti cannons, giant smoke rings, enormous balloons, rollerball after rollerball of flying toilet paper. Yes, you heard me right. There is going to be flying toilet paper. Now, the new License to Move CD DVD was made possible by contributions to the movers' highly successful Pledge Music campaign. In the process, the movers connected with fans in many creative ways. During the Meet the Movers tour, the movers are offering more opportunities for unique fan access. Now, concert tickets are only going to cost $25 a person, keeping that cost really low. And for an additional $25, fans can attend a special meet-and-greet party where they'll be able to chat with the band, take photos, and get autographs. Now, a limited number of fans can reserve a spot for the special Friends of the Movers sound check event at each theater as well. Now, as they have officially said, we couldn't do what we are doing without the fans. The tour is designed for us to have fun spending time with you the fans. Now, if you want to find out more, you can visit imaginationmovers.com, and it's definitely going to be fun, interactive, and something that hopefully you can attend with your family, and it'll make those memories happen. Now, there's always news on the D-Wire, things that you've probably heard or read other places, and one of those is Space Mountain turning 40 at the Walt Disney World Resort. Come on, 40 years ago, Space Mountain debuted it has never been the same since. We all love Space Mountain, and for many of you Disney fans, it's catching Space Mountain with the lights on so you can snap that quick picture. But let's move on from Space Mountain, the 40th anniversary. I'm sure you'll see it online in other places. But how about Run Disney and Disney Cruise Line hosting the inaugural Castaway Challenge 5K? That one fell under the radar. On January 14th, more than 700 runners finished the inaugural Castaway Key Challenge. Now, hosted by Run Disney and Disney Cruise Line, took place on Disney Cruise Line's private island in the Bahamas and kicked off a new series of race challenges. Now, Run Disney and Disney Cruise Line kicked off the inaugural Castaway Key 5K Challenge challenge on January 14th and there's a variety of different things that they had as they put it this is the first such event for run Disney and the cruise lines the island offered a tropical backdrop for a short race itself a highlight of the cruise that was in many ways a relaxed celebration continuation of run Disney's largest race weekend now the 5k featured characters an out and back course and post-race refreshments now this is all new and brand new and I'm sure we're going to be seeing more about this coming on in the horizon. Now, the next Castaway Key Challenge will take place after next month's Disney Princess Half Marathon Weekend, and it's going to be held at Castaway Key once again. 
Now, this is going to take place on February 23rd when the Disney Dream leaves port, and it's going to take place on February 25th as well. Now, while runners are gearing up for many Run Disney events, you can find out more at rundisney.com. Now, on a more solemn note, things you've seen in the news, how about that measles outbreak? Yes, everybody has talked about how Disneyland and California Adventure has many, many measles outbreaks that have happened. Well, six more cases have happened to the Disney outbreak as well. Yes, six more. You can slap up to that count as well. Now, continuing on here, let's talk about some Disney Channel because, yes, we have D-heads from all walks of life, all ages, and how about Livin' Maddie this weekend? Yes, you can catch a special episode of Livin' Maddie this weekend. Just when we really started to miss many of our favorite Disney Channel stars, Livin' Maddie are back once again on the Disney Channel. Yes, brand new episode, Bro Cave Rooney is going to have Joey and Parker finally decided it's time to clean their filthy, disgusting room. But instead of doing it themselves, they try to trick Livin' Maddie into cleaning it for them. However, we know how this is going to work and pan out in typical sitcom humor but it's a brand new episode that is kicking off this weekend for Liv and Maddie. Now there's also a brand new episode of Girl Meets World. Now everybody loves Girl Meets World and remember back during the holidays we saw Sean and the family come back and hang out with everybody once again. Now I myself I told my wife that's not going to be the last time we saw Sean. Many parents who are watching this with their children myself included. My daughter of course loves following Maya and Riley and all them. I myself Hey, come on, Corey and Topanga. And we want to see Sean. Let's just say, Sean makes an appearance on Friday night's Girl Meets World. So there's a lot of other things on the horizon, much more news coming up, but I'm going to release the reins to the D-team because you have questions, he has answers, and Aaron's going to answer all your questions with I Want to Know. We also have Nathan back with What Happened This Week in Disney History, and we have the latest from the Walt Disney World Resort with WDWN2 with Caitlin as we gear up for the one and only Helen Reddy to stop back here at the show for his second return appearance here at Diz Radio. So all of you D-heads, before I let you go, I do want to mention that DizRadio.com is probably sponsored by DVC-Rental.com, the official sponsor of Diz Radio. At DVC-Rental.com, you can save up to 60% off your next Walt Disney World vacation just by purchasing unused Vacation Club points by DVC-Rental.com, and you can stay at the Grand Floridian, the Polynesian, Animal Kingdom, and more, and get the best, the most magical experience for your vacation. Just book through dvc-rental.com, the official sponsor of Diz Radio. So all of you D-heads, with that said, I'm going to take a drink here, you know, lube up my throat a little bit, release the reins to the D-team, and I am excited. 2015 is here, and uh, you know what? Nothing is going to hold us down. I have no strings to hold me down in 2015. Be right back, all of you D-heads. <laughs>
such things, but unto you, I'd cut my things for you. From their home. Bear me and I fun goes, but I'd rather go with you. Hey! exactly the best place for tic-tac-toe. The tide's coming in and high water reaches this cave sometimes. You better head for home. You're not from Passamaquoddy, are you? Nope. Just sort of traveling. Where are your parents? Where are you staying? What's your name? Pete. I'm Nora. And I have to get back on watch up in the lighthouse. There's chowder on the stove, if you'd like some. You have questions, we have answers. Let's dip our hands into the virtual mailbag and uncover the truth in I Want to Know. Hey, D-Heads. This is Aaron, and I'm back with another installment of I want to know. Hope everyone had a great new year. It's going to be another great year here on the show, and the virtual mailbag is already busting at the seams. So let's reach in and see what questions we have for this week. Our first question is from Addie Knowles of Tennessee, and she writes, Aaron of Diz Radio, and I want to know, I have a question about Hollywood Studios. I know the hat is coming down, and that is the only way I remember or know the park. Some people talk about the great movie ride being so great, so I decided to give it another shot on my last trip. But I prepared for it. I decided to watch some of the movies featured on the ride. Boy, does that change how cool the ride is. So my question is, what are all the movies portrayed in the attraction? And if you cannot list all of them, what are some of them aside from the big names we already know? Thanks a bunch. Well, this is a great attraction. And I'm looking forward to seeing what changes come about with the new partnership with Turner Classic Movies. First genre of films introduced are musicals, which begins with the scene from Busby Berkeley's Footlight Parade. Next musical scenes include audio animatronics of Gene Kelly swinging from a lamppost from the film Singing in the Rain, followed by Julie Andrews and Dick Van Dyke singing on the rooftops of London in Mary Poppins. The next scene is a tribute to gangster films. The ride vehicle passes through the dark and seedy backstreets of 1930 Chicago and passes an audio animatronic James Cagney in a scene from The Public Enemy. Next is a tribute to the western film genre. Here we encounter 
audio animatronics of The Man With No Name, played by Clint Eastwood from A Fistful of Dollars, standing outside of a saloon, and Ethan Edwards, played by John Wayne, sitting atop his horse from The Searchers. Next we encounter what appears to be an abandoned spaceship, which we find out is the Nostromo from Alien. We pass an audio-animatronic Ripley, played by Sigourney Weaver, holding a flamethrower as she prepares to confront the creature. Then the ride vehicle enters a scene set in an ancient Egyptian temple filled with snakes. This is a scene from one of my favorite movies, Raiders of the Lost Ark, as audio-animatronic figures of Indiana Jones, played by Harrison Ford, and Sala, played by John Rice Davies, struggles to lift the Ark of the Covenant. The next film's genre introduced are horror films, as the ride vehicles travel through an ancient burial chamber full of mummies, some of which come to life. The ride vehicle soon leaves the tomb and enters the jungle, which is home to Tarzan the Ape Man. Here, audio-animatronic figures of Tarzan, played by Johnny Weissmuller, swinging on a vine, Jane, played by Maureen O'Sullivan, sitting atop Timba the Elephant, and Cheetah, the chimpanzee, can be seen. The ride vehicle then moves past the final scene from Casablanca, featuring audio-animatronics of Humphrey Bogart and Ingrid Bergman they stand in front of a waiting airplane. Great movie. Next, the ride vehicle passes a film projection of Mickey Mouse in his role as the Sorcerer's Apprentice from the classic Disney animated film, Fantasia. Now we enter Munchkinland from The Wizard of Oz, where Dorothy's house has landed on the Wicked Witch of the East. The audio animatronic of the Wicked Witch of the West, played by Margaret Hamilton, is amazing. On the way out, we pass by audio animatronic animatronic figures of Dorothy, played by Judy Garland, Scarecrow, played by Ray Bolger, Tin Man, played by Jack Haley, Cowardly Lion, played by Bert Lahr, and Toto, standing in front of the Emerald City. And the grand finale of the ride is a three-minute film montage of classic film moments. What a great classic attraction. Well, our next question is from George Turner, and he writes... My question for the D-Team is about the movie Beauty and the Beast. I read that a version of the film that wasn't even finished was screened and widely praised. Someone told me that the version can be seen and is available. I cannot find it anywhere. Help, please. Well, Beauty and the Beast is a great, great movie. An unfinished version of Beauty and the Beast was shown at the New York Film Festival on September 29, 1991. The film was deemed a work in progress because roughly only 70% of the animation had been completed. Storyboards and pencil tests were used in replacement of the remaining 30%. Additionally, certain segments of the film that had already been finished were reverted to previous stages of completion. At the end of the screening, Beauty and the Beast received a 10 minute long standing ovation from the film festival audience. The work-in-progress version screened at the New York Film Festival was also released on VHS and Laserdisc at the same time as the completed film on October 30, 1992. Beauty and the Beast Special Edition, as the enhanced version of the film released in IMAX is called, was released on two-disc Platinum Edition DVD and VHS 
October 8, 2002. The DVD set features three versions of the film, the extended IMAX Special Edition with Human Again sequence added, the original theatrical version, and the New York Film Festival work-in-progress version. The film was released from the Disney Vault on October 5, 2010 as the second of Disney's Diamond Editions in the form of a three-disc, Blu-ray disc, and DVD combination pack. Representing the first release of Beauty and the Beast on home video in high-def format. This edition consists of four versions of the film, the original theatrical version, an extended version, the New York Film Festival storyboard-only version, and a fourth iteration displaying the storyboards via picture-in-picture alongside the original theatrical version. A five-disc combo pack featuring Blu-ray 3D, Blu-ray 2D, DVD, and digital copy was released on October 4, 2011. The 3D combo pack is identical to the original Diamond Edition, except for the added 3D disc and digital copy. So I think you shouldn't have any problem locating this film. Well, our final question this week is from Mouse Music 1984 and he writes, I want to know, Zaren, I'm looking for answer to a few things, but we'll narrow it down to one this week. I've been looking for a version of the Jungle Book soundtrack forever, and I'm not sure which one is the one I want. I'm looking for the version that a friend of mine had, where it has bonus track of like 15 minutes with the Sherman Brothers, talking about music and outtakes and so forth. Do you know which release is the one I'm looking for? Thanks for the help in finding this one for my collection. Well, you're referring to the reissued soundtrack. Disney Records reissued the soundtrack in 1997, coinciding with the reissue of the film on VHS to celebrate its 30th anniversary. The soundtrack marked the first time George Bruns' instrumental score was included in its entirety. This version included an interview with the Sherman Brothers and four bonus songs, two demos of the discarded Terry Gilkson songs, and two songs taken from the 1968 Disneyland Records album More Jungle Book, an unofficial sequel to the film, written by screenwriter Larry Simmons. Thanks for those questions, and I look forward to more questions from you. Well, D-Heads, that concludes another installment of I Want to Know. Thanks for the great questions and keep them coming. Send all your questions or comments to Aaron, E-R-I-N, at DizRadio.com. Make sure to include your name and city so I can give you credit. And remember, D-Heads, laughter is timeless, imagination has no age, and dreams are forever. We'll see you next week, D-Heads. Robert B. Sherman and Richard M. Sherman reminisce about their work on The Jungle Book, January 5th, 1990. One very fortunate day, Walt Disney called us in and said he'd like us to take a crack at writing some songs for The Jungle Book. We knew that it was being written by a good friend of ours, Terry Gilkison. And we, uh, we were sort of surprised because we didn't know why we were being asked at all. He was doing a whole score for it, and what we learned was that uh, the original writers were so honest and sincere and straight ahead with the Kipling material that they 
had lost all that sense of fun and Disney uh, magic. What he said the first time in the first meeting was, have you read Jungle Book? We said, well, no, not for a long, long time. I, I think I remember seeing a, an old Corda movie with, with Sabu in it, and he says, yeah, that's right. Nice, mysterious, heavy stuff. That's not what we want to do. He gave us um, things to think about, like uh, don't be too heavy, don't be like the original book, give it a lightness, give it a Disney quality. And that's what we believed was what we had at work with. Hi, this is Bruce Reitherman. I was the voice of Mowgli in the Jungle Book, and you're listening to Disney On Command. Yeah, man. Look for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. I mean the bare necessities, oh Mother Nature's recipes that brings the bare necessities of life. Wherever I wander, wherever I roam, I couldn't be fonder of my Under the rocks and plants And take a glance at the fancy ants Well then maybe try a few The bare necessities of life will come to you They'll come to you Look for the bare necessities The simple bare necessities Forget about your worries and your strife I mean the a paw paw or a prickly pear and you prick a raw paw next time beware don't pick a prickly pear by the paw when you pick a pear try to use the claw but you don't need to use the claw when you pick a pair of a big paw paw have I given you a clue the bare necessities of life will come to you This is really lit. Just try and relax. Yeah. Cool it. Fall apart in my backyard. Cause let me tell you something, little britches. You act like that BX. Uh-uh. You're working way too hard. Don't spend your time looking around. There's something you want. It can't be found. Find out you can live without it and go along not thinking about it. I'll tell you something true. The bare necessities of life will come to you. They'll come to you. Look for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. I mean the bare necessities of Mother Nature. 
it's Caitlin here with WDWN2, a quick rundown of what's happening in the parks. Are you a Disney Vacation Club member? If you are, or if you want to be, we've got some good news. The brand new Disney's Polynesian Villas and Bungalows will be for sale starting January 12th for current members and February 9th for all guests. Located on the Seven Seas Lagoon, the Bora Bora Bungalows have room for eight and the decor is inspired by the South Pacific. The Polynesian is getting other exciting updates as well, including a refurbished feature pool and Trader Sam's Grog Grotto. Trader Sam's is a super popular tiki bar in Disneyland, so we can't wait to see the version they're working on for Disney World. Both should open sometime this year. As further details are released, we'll keep you posted as always. If you're planning a trip to Disney World this spring or summer, you should know that you can save up to 30% off on select resorts with their latest special offer. Vacations must be booked by the 28th though, so check out the Disney Parks blog for more details. And last but not least, this month, don't forget to check out the Disney Flipside Sweepstakes. Disney Parks is flipping their Disney side to show us how some of our favorite Disney characters showed their Disney sides. On DisneyFlipside.com, you can view these fun videos and pictures, and while you're at it, don't forget to enter the sweepstakes yourself. They're giving away a vacation, including a night in Cinderella's Castle suite every day in January. One more thing before I go. The new Starbucks, appropriately named the Trolley Car Cafe, will be opening in Hollywood Studios this February. I know I can't wait to see the new themed area while sipping an iced cafe mocha. Thanks for listening, and until next time, don't forget, you can fly. some room Won't you move over and share this world Everyone make some room Even a dragon deserves a place, a wide open space with no rays No chains He wants to play games Dance with you, give him a chance to sing his song He only wants to be From an ant to a bird to a buffalo bird, let them walk and fly and roam. Step aside, let them live. It's simple to give. Like us, they just need a home. There's room for everyone in this world. Back up and make some room. Let's all move over and share this world. Some room, just think how far out the ocean goes, the whirling.
Walt Disney called Ken Anderson his jack-of-all-trades. As a world traveler, he has an eye for the exotic. The snapshot sketches he made on his travels often became cartoon characters. His technical innovations made Disney animation less expensive and gave it new life. Look, Pongo. Anita! And his artistic leadership helped the animators carry on after the death of Walt Disney. Yeah! Dragons are nothing new to Disney. Anderson manufactured a different kind of fire breather for Pete's Dragon in 1977. Hi again, D-Heads, and Happy New Year's to you all. Welcome to another installment of This Week in Disney History. I am Nathan, and ready to take you through another segment's worth of historical Disney facts and potential trivia. Branching off that, let's begin. This week in Disney history, we start in 1904, when actor Ray Bolger is born in Dorchester, Massachusetts. Best known for his role as a scarecrow in The Wizard of Oz, Bolger played the role of Barnaby in Disney's 1961 live-action feature, Babes in Toyland. Moving on to one year later in 1905, character actor and Disney legend Sterling Holloway, who was the original voice of Winnie the Pooh, is born in Cedartown, Georgia. He also had many Disney credits, such as in Dumbo playing Mr. Stork, Bambi as Adult Flower, The Three Caballeros as Professor Holloway, Make Mine Music as the narrator of Peter and the Wolf, and The Jungle Book as Ka. In 1913, animator, director, writer, and Disney legend Jack Hanna is born in Arizona. In 1914, Actor George Reeves, best remembered as TV's Superman, is born in Woolstock, Iowa. He portrayed James Stephen in Disney's 56 live-action Westward Ho! The Wagons. In 1916, administrator and Disney legend Card Walker is born in Rexburg, Idaho. Card started out as a mailroom clerk for Disney in 1938, when he, and then he was elected president of the Walt Disney Company in 71, then called Walt Disney Productions. In 1976, Walker was named Chief Executive Officer and finally, in 1980, became Chairman of the Board, which he held on to for three years. In 1918, composer, orchestrator, and Disney legend Norman Buddy Baker is born in Springfield, Missouri. In the mid-1950s, his composer friend George Bruns asked him to write music for the Disney television show Davy Crockett and the River Pirates. 
This is the beginning of his career, which would last him a long time, including nearly 200 different scores of musical, musical com compositions for motion pictures, television, and theme parks alike. Moving on to 1930, Roy Edward Disney, the nephew of Walt Disney, is born to Roy Oliver and Edna Disney in Los Angeles, California. In 1937, the first cells of Snow White and the Seven Dwarves are taken to the Disney Ink and Paint Department at the studio on Hyperion Avenue in California. Walt wanted the film completed for a Christmas time release. In 1943, original Masketeer Mary Lynn Satori is born in Glendale, California. In 1948, singer-songwriter Kenny Loggins is born in Everett, Washington. Loggins had a CD called Return to Pooh Corner and was certified gold in 1994 and nominated for a Grammy. In 1955, actor, writer, and funny man Rowan Atkinson, none other than Mr. Bean himself, and the voice of Zazu the Hornbill in Disney's movie The Lion King, is born in Consett, County Durham, England. In 1963, comedian, actor, writer, and director Dave Foley, the voice of Flick in Disney Pixar's 98 feature, A Bug's Life, is born in, bear with me everybody, Etokabee, a suburb of Toronto, Canada. In 1974, moving on a few years, 82-year-old Millard C. Jones of Lakeland, Florida visited Walt Disney World for the 100th time. He's been visiting Florida's newest tour spot, usually on Fridays, for the last two years. And in June 78, he will make his 500th visit at the age of 86. That's a lot of Disney dedication. In 1976, Disneyland opened the very first Disney, sorry, Disneyana shop on Main Street. This time, the shop sells all Disneyana merchandise, including vintage collectibles, purchased through secondary buyers, and it eventually closes in March of 86, and a renovated Disneyana shop opens in, in 1998, selling only park-exclusive and limited-edition merchandise. In 1985, the Hallmark Card Shop on Disneyland's Main Street closes. It'll reopen in March as Disney Clothiers Limited. In 1987, Disneyland's Star Tours attraction opens in Tomorrowland and occupied the space where Adventure Through Inner Space once was standing. In 1992, Voyage of the Little Mermaid, a multimedia presentation, opens at Disney MGM Studios in Florida, replacing Here Comes the Muppets. Moving on to 1997, at Disneyland's New Orleans Square, the Pirates of the Caribbean attraction closes for its 30th anniversary renovation. It'll reopen and be rededicated March 7th of 1997. In 2003, Walt Disney World's Polynesian Review, a tropical-themed dinner show performed at the Polynesian Resort, gave its last performance. In 2005, the Wonders of Life Pavilion closes at Epcot is now considered a seasonal attraction and will reopen when the park is projected to hit near capacity during the high spring months and big holiday seasons. Also in 2005, The Incredibles is nominated for Best Movie of the Year by the Producers Guild of America. In 2006, the soundtrack to Disney's Channel's High School Musical is released. It will debut at number 143 on the Billboard 200, selling almost 6,500 copies in its first week. In 2007, a stage version of High School Musical premieres in Minneapolis at the Children's Theatre Company's Cargill Stage. It is the first professional version of the show to ever be staged. In 2008, today, January 6th, is the last day of existence for the Disney MGM Studios in Florida. Sadly, it'll lose its original name, because as of tomorrow, the Disney World Park will be called Disney's Hollywood Studios. In 2009, Disney World announced that it will offer free 5-day multi-park passes to members of the U.S. military, 
Both active and retired military personnel are eligible for the Disney's Armed Forces Salute promotion and will run through December 23, 2009. In 2011, Disney Publishing reaches an all-important milestone with 1 million downloads for its Disney Books apps globally on iPad, iPhone, and iPod Touch. In 2013, Three Kings Celebration began at Disneyland, a limited-time magic event. Guests celebrated the end of the holiday season in Big Thunder Ranch in Frontierland with a three-day party of music, activities, cuisine, celebrating the Southern California's Mexican culture. And also in 2013, a salute to the Golden Horseshoe Review began at Disneyland. This was another limited-time magic event where guests could attend a show inspired by the world-famous Frontierland stage production and will last through February 4th of the following year. And finally, closing out this week in Disney history, D-Heads, we end in 2014. Celebrate a dream, the Celebrate a Dreams Come True Parade has its final performance at the Magic Kingdom in Disney World. Well, D-Heads, that's all again for this week in Disney history. Hope you enjoyed it as usual and learned something maybe you didn't know. Have a great week, and see you real soon. Hi, this is Cal David, the voice of Sunny Eclipse, and you're listening to Disney On Demand. Hey, D-Heads, when you aren't enjoying Disney On Demand, head on over to DizRadio.com and listen to our famous Lifetime of Disney Player, where you can while away the hours reliving Disney classics from film, television, and the parks. What are you waiting for? Keep your hands and arms inside at all times and go to DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z Radio.com. And have a magical day. All right, all of you D-heads, I'm back once again. I hope you're enjoying this week's show as we officially kicked off 2015. We have lots of fun things on the horizon, and I want to extend a very special thank you once again to the D-team for stopping in of Aaron, Caitlin, and Nathan for stopping in here so far with your signature segments and adding all that bit of fun as we're gearing up for the one and only Helen Reddy. Yes, from Pete's Dragon to stop back here at the show. Now, you may remember Helen Reddy did stop in originally back in 2013 here at Disney On Demand. We had a great conversation about Pete's Dragon, the legacy it has, I Am Woman, Hear Me Roar, and many other things, and I'm excited to see what Helen and I are going to talk about as she is now a returning guest. So all of you D-heads, I did give you a ton of news at the beginning of the show, so I'm going to use this portion right here to just give you something a little bit different here, and I want to say a fond farewell. Yes, it felt fitting that we had to do it officially. You remember the Hollywood Walk. Now this is the part of the show where Lexi, our D-team member from Down Under, our very first D-team team member she would come in and give you a little bit of a backstory a little bit of a history about our special guests every week here at the show well Lexi has officially crossed over to the States. Yes, you heard me right. She is here on the college program at Disney. So because of that, Lexi officially has to pull out as part of the D-team for a while. She may stop back here and there, you know, just to pop her head in and, you know, really relive that love with all of you G-heads. But we have to give that fond farewell as she's focusing on working for the Walt Disney Company at Walt Disney World. She's going to be working in the Magic Kingdom. What better way to make her dreams come true? So we are ecstatic to have her travel all the way from Australia here in the States and working at the Magic Kingdom. Now, she isn't gone as part of the D-Team forever. She will be back at some point. You never know. But she is going to have that little bit of a lull, a little bit of an absence, and we wish her the best of luck. And all of you D-heads out there, if you want to wish her the best of luck, or maybe you just want to meet up, or maybe you just want to get a chance to, you know, just see her if you're at the Magic Kingdom, drop her a line at the official Diz Radio website. Shoot her an email, and, you know, see if we can get maybe some Instagram photos out there of uh, one of our original 
original DT members out there with many of you listeners. So Lexi, congratulations. We are excited. I know you officially got here not too long ago, so it is fun. And I know next time I am down at the Magic Kingdom, we're going to have to get together and have something. A Dole Whip, a strawberry bar, something. I'm not sure yet, but we're going to have to. So congratulations to Lexi on that. Now, also all of you D-heads in this portion, because Lexi is bowing out, I do want to put that offer to all of you. All of you D-heads, if you wanted to get involved here at the show, we are looking for somebody to jump right in, become part of the Hollywood Walk here at Disney On Demand. That's right, with Lexi gone, you don't really want to hear me continuing on to talk every single week and bring all these great things. Part of the fun dynamic here at the show is our team. We love our team, Aaron, Caitlin, Nathan, Jason, Paige, the entire team here at the show. And if you want to get involved here at the show, we are looking for somebody to take on over the Hollywood Walk. So if you think you have what it takes, you want to become part of our great family here at the show, something that's different with our new kind of Disney show, we want to hear from you. Drop us a line, go to disradio.com, shoot us an email, and definitely get involved. You don't have to have any professional experience. We just ask that you have dedication and a love of Disney. That's it. Those two elements are just going to make the magic happen. So all of you D-heads, that is our call out to you. We want to get you involved here at the show. So if you want to take over that Hollywood walk, we want to hear from you and we want you. So get part of the magic here at the show. Now, continuing on with some new things here at Disney On Demand for 2015, let's also talk about an official group. Now, you are all aware of our official Facebook page. Yes, at facebook.com slash Disney On Demand. Now, that's our fan page. We post a variety of different things there and just constantly. It is our fan page for all of you D-heads out there. But we are also going to create an official Facebook group for the show. Now, you know, the days of forums are kind of seen their limit. There's a few good ones out there. But forums have kind of seen their day. So what we're going to do is take it into a different direction here at the show and create an official Facebook group. So in the next two weeks, definitely pay attention. Keep your eyes and ears out because we are going to announce the official Facebook group where you can interact, talk, discuss with us, our guests, the D-team, and any other things that revolve around the magic and memories of your lifetime of Disney. So get ready for that as well, all VD heads. So with all that said, I just wanted to stop in here for a minute because I did give you a slew of news. We have some great things on the horizon as we have the one and only Helen Reddy stopping back once again here at the show. And remember, you can listen to when Helen originally stopped by here at the show in our archives at DizRadio.com. So you can listen back there as well. Also on iTunes, many other places you can get that archived interview. But I am excited for Helen to stop back once again as now she is back in the United States touring and singing songs as she does best. We also have Jason stopping by with The Vault and Paige with a magical music review. So we have some great things on the horizon. So get ready, all of you D-heads. I'm going to take a moment here. I'm going to get something to drink. And when I stop back, I'm going to have the one and only Helen Reddy from Pete's Dragon. I am woman. Hear me roar. Well, I'm not woman, but you get what I'm saying here on the line. Be right back, all of you D-heads. rather strange. He's both a fish and a mammal and I hope he'll never change. Cause it's not easy to find someone who cares. It's not easy to find magic in pairs. I'm glad I found him. I love him. 
Lights, camera, action. It's time for this week's Disney On Demand special guest. All right, all of you Disney fans, you tuned in for another magical installment of Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. And each week as we continue to bring you all the magic and memories from your lifetime of Disney, many of those are ones that you grew up with, classics that you pass on from generation to generation, ones that you remember sitting there and just living it with your mother, your father, your family. And with us here this week is a fantastic musician, singer, actress, and more. You know her from Pete's Dragon as well as an accomplished musical singer and other things. We have none other than Helen Reddy here with us. Welcome to Disney On Demand. Thank you, Jonathan. Nice to be with you. Oh, it is our pleasure having you back on. It was a pleasure the first time you were on, and now, you know, back once again, so many different things that we could have touched upon back then, I guess, to start things off and to, you know, I guess, I like to ask this for everybody, I guess, what led you down this initial path of, you know, acting and singing and and writing and all that kind of fun things? Well, uh, I come from a show business family. I'm, I'm third generation. And so, uh, you know, I was on stage at the age of four. So it's basically, you know, it was in your blood constantly, you know, working with the, the, you know, your family and things like that. So the stage was just kind of like second nature to you. 
absolutely. And of course, in those days, there, there was no television. There, it was uh, it was a whole other thing. Um, but I'm I'm really uh, enjoying what I'm doing now. Uh, I've been working in cabaret a lot, which is is I just adore it. And uh, <clears throat> I'm enjoying the weather we're having here. <laughs> Well, I guess, you know, in going down memory lane for all of our Disney fans, they would be heartbroken if we didn't bring it up right away And Pete's Dragon. And the last time we talked, you know, we touched upon Pete's Dragon, and now there's so many developments with a possible, you know, remake and reboot. I guess looking back at the original Pete's Dragon all these years later, um, is that a film that, you know, at the time, did you realize that it was going to be this long-standing family classic that just, it's won the hearts of everybody? Well, you know, it was it was Walt Disney who started that whole thing, and and um, you know he had already passed when I when I came on board at, uh, at Disney, but um, he uh, he had an amazing touch, and uh, he uh, it, it was like every every seven years he would he would recycle one of his films so that they were always coming around again, and most of them were. Um, period films because that way they didn't um what's the word I'm looking for they didn't age you know definitely they always became timeless classics and Pete's Dragon is one of those it's a great story and fantastic cast um you know I guess with getting that role of Pete's Dragon was that a basic standard audition or were you somebody that they already had in mind uh you know I I really don't have a clue <laughs> <laughs> well that's the kind of thing where you know now though uh, you know, you will f forever be remembered in the Disney communities for that role. And working with that cast and the crew, and of course with the late Mickey Rooney, I guess, uh, well, did everybody bond on the set? Were you guys kind of like a family? Did everyone kind of get along really well? Yeah, I mean, there were never any arguments or, uh, you know, no, it was it was a very, uh, very camaraderie-ish. <laughs> um, but of course, Mickey is gone now, Shelley's gone now, and... Um, so uh, sometimes I feel like I'm the I'm the last one standing. <laughs> well, you know, last one standing, but never forgotten. And I guess working on that film too. You know, uh, you know, you're an accomplished singer. You know, somebody has a beautiful voice. And of course, with Pete's Dragon and Candle on the Water, um, that has become a ballad that you know makes many people tear up. It means many different things to different people. When you first heard that track and, you know, realized, hey, they want me to, to sing this for the film, does that track hold anything special to you or the lyrics or the way it was received by the public? Um, oh, it, it, it became a very popular song. And, of course, I always put it into my stage shows. Um, although I, I haven't done that anymore for, for, for quite a while. Um, but... You know the the people who were listening to it then. Um, we, we you know we've kind of moved on to other things, but there there it was a wonderful wonderful opportunity. Definitely. Now, I guess with that as well, you know, many people, uh, you know, within the Disney community and other fans, of course, you know, you, you know, accomplished singer, you know, everyone knows you as I Am Woman and, you know, the, the anthem of the ages, um, kind of that, uh, you know, women empowerment. Um, did you think you would have that kind of impact on that kind of movement uh, when that came out? Um, I, <laughs> if, if I had known um, what it was going to be like, I, I, I would have been far too intimidated to, to even put pen to paper. But it's, uh, I Am Woman has certainly become an I iconic song. 
Definitely, you know, and it's the kind of song that has been passed on for generations, and it is something that sets that standard in the history books. You know, it, it really does. It's to the point where it is referred to beyond just pop culture. It is a movement and something that has become big, you know, from that era. And I guess, um, do you ever really just step back and realize, wow, I had this this impact of something that is part of significant history? Well, had I known the impact it was going to have, I would have been far too intimidated to to even try it out. Now, uh, you know, throughout your career, you've done so many different things, you know, from stage and live action, uh, you know, movies, music. I mean, and there's a lot of great staples out there in television where, you know, your name always gets popped up from The Muppet Show, The Carol Burnett Show. I mean, many appearances. Are there any appearances or times you've uh, been on television or on stage that truly are one of those memorable moments that you're never going to forget? Um, well, um I did the midnight. Spe- I was host of the midnight special for for a year. Um, I had the Helen Reddy show on NBC for um, a summer run. Um, you know, I've uh, I've done just about everything there is to do. But I, I have to confess, my my <clears throat> my heart belongs on the stage. Well, and with that on the stage, too, you know, you're uh, back to touring as well now. And, uh, you know, I guess coming back to stage because you were absent for quite some time, correct? Oh, yes. I went, uh, I went back down to my native Australia for, uh, for 10 years. There was some, uh, you know, a lot of family health issues and, and what have you. And um, anyway, I, I, uh, I realized after 10 years that... that uh, no one in the family was going to be dying too soon, so I could go back to work. <laughs> well, and with that, too, I guess, did it seem like second nature just to get up on stage and just start belting out the notes once again? Well, it's the only life I've ever known. And, and with it coming so naturally and, you know, being on tour now and getting back out there, do you realize that the fans, they still, they've always been there, they love you, they're still packing it in, and I guess, is there still that thrill of the live entertainment every night, seeing the reactions to everybody, where every song means something different to somebody else? Well, I, you know, I do like working on on stage, best of all, because uh, I've got the microphone. I can say whatever I want. I can talk to the audience. I, it's uh, it's much more open, and um, you know, I don't have a script. I, I I talk to the audience a lot, but I I love singing and uh, and I love being on stage, and I love my life. Well, with that too, you said that you know now you speak you speak to the audience a lot. Now, is that very different than you know back in the uh, I Am Woman days, where you know you're in huge, gigantic arenas and whatnot? Is it more? Do you feel more at home now, where you're at one with the audience and you can kind of you know do what you want on stage and just make it a great entertainment piece? Well, yeah, this is <laughs> I'm I'm really in a very very happy place, and 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 I I love doing what I'm doing. It's my it's my life's blood. Definitely. Now, I guess with that said, and you know, getting back out there and being on tour and uh, all the different uh, places that everybody you know can see you, is there anything from your you know currently you know that you've been out there where there's just any over the top fans or anybody that uh, has really stood out to you? Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've got some. I've got fans that have stuck with me for. Ooh, I hate to say this, but it's probably around 40 years, and they're still coming to, you know, to to see me. 
But uh, I'm I'm kind of settled down now. I'm uh, I'm not traveling as much as I used to. I mean, I'm in my seventies now. Now, with that too, I guess with you know getting back on stage and everything else, I guess um, is there anything else in the horizon that you you see, or are you just out there? You're just going to do the stage and kind of take it at your own pace. Well, you know, I love I love having an audience. I love looking out and seeing people's faces. I like the uh, I like the the vibe that, that that takes place. The it's it's very hard to explain, but but you know, I love them. They love me, and what a wonderful job I have. Definitely. Now, um, I guess coming full circle, you know, Pete's Dragon, Disney fans, and the idea of a remake or a reboot. Um, you know, is that something that you're opposed to? Because, you know, it's always back and forth. You know, people are always either for a remake of a film or some people are for it. That was the original, the classic, let it be. I guess, uh, how do you feel about that? Um, well, it's it's not up to me to have an opinion on it, really. I mean, I, I don't I don't know what they're doing with the film, quite honestly. I I don't know whether it's they've got music in it or it's I really don't know anything about what they're doing with the film. But I'm sure if it's coming out of Disney, they're doing a good job. Definitely, you know, and that's a that's a great answer. And I guess you know, looking back at the classic, um, with things like the barrel rolling and um, other scenes like that, I, I guess I don't know if that'll make it into the new ones. But you yourself actually did the barrel rolling in the original, correct? <laughs> yes, and guess what? I used to have nightmares every night. <laughs> I was going to fall off the barrel because I was I was nine feet off the ground and no and no safety net. <laughs> now, I guess, how did you get into to barrel rolling? I mean, was that just a, a natural talent, or did you practice it for the movie, or how did that happen? Um, well, it was, um, you know, it was the choreographer who who uh, who got me on the barrel, but it's, I, I'm not kidding. I used to have nightmares about falling off that barrel. Well, I can only imagine, especially wearing, you know, what was it, high heels and whatnot on there, that, that, that had to be terrifying. Well, I just... Um... You know, the, the thing is that, that the barrel is rolling backwards, and I'm stepping forwards. So with each step, I'm moving into nothingness. Do, do you understand? It's like my, my, my foot like hits the, hits the barrel. Um, it's just, it's, it's very difficult is all I can say. I was, I truly, I had nightmares about it. <laughs> Nine feet off the ground. Anyway, go on. <laughs> well, I could only imagine. I mean, and scenes like that are probably a lot easier than, you know, uh, walking around singing ballads. Now, um, you know, being, uh, you know, looking back your entire career, all the different things, you know, Helen Reddy show and uh, movies, television, stage, I guess for all of your fans out there, is there any final, I guess, lasting words you'd like to leave, you know, from Helen to everybody listening in or even new fans who are just discovering you now? Well, uh, I love them all. Every single one. Definitely. You know, well, we wish you the best of luck. Your current tour, you know, we're going to get those dates out there for everybody. And, you know, hopefully we'll see you on the road. And um, it, if you're in the Midwest, I definitely will be heading out there as well, hopefully to catch one of your shows as well. So thank you once again for stopping in and taking, you know, a brief look back down memory lane once again and stopping back with us. Thank you, Jonathan.
And here's great fun, a Pete's Dragon Magic Picture Kit free in specially marked packages of Jiffy Pop popcorn. Each kit's a different scene from Walt Disney Productions' full-length feature, Pete's Dragon. Four fun scenes in all. Here comes the Jiffy Pop. Fresh, hot, and delicious every time because you make it yourself. Hi there, this is Claudia Christian, and you're listening to Disney On Demand. Oh, my siestas are getting shorter and shorter. EC82. Hello again and welcome back down here to the vault. It is I, Jason, giving you the best in Blu-ray that Disney has to offer. Well, sometimes I have to go into DVD, but that's beside the point because there are such great films out there that haven't made it to the new format. And by the time we get to 4K, we're going to have to do this all over again. So... The hits just keep coming, as they so say. 
And speaking of keep coming, a return guest. How fabulous, because that just means I get to be a little more creative with the selection in which I'm going to pull out for you today. Now, we all know Disney has had a fascination with dragons for a very long time. Maleficent the dragon, obviously Elliot the dragon, my personal favorite, Figment, and then, of course, back in 1941, we had a dragon that was a little bit on the peculiar side. Not too long ago, I did a review of Ichabod and Mr. Toad, and in that, we also have the Blu-ray 2-pack of Ichabod and Mr. Toad and Fun and Fancy Free. But the hidden gem that's in that disc is a third feature that if you look in the menus, you're going to find it. And that's going to be the 1941 hit, The Reluctant Dragon. Well, I shouldn't say hit. It wasn't very much of a hit back when it was released. But as you watch it today, you do get to see how much fun things were going amidst a lot of chaos at the Disney Studios. So when you pop in your Blu-ray for Ichabod and Mr. Toad and you go into the special features menu, you're going to end up finding a solid HD remastering of this hit. It's about 74 minutes long and it is pure enjoyment. You've never heard of the Reluctant Dragon? Well, let me fill you in. Humorous Robert Benchley is basically trying to convince Walt himself to adapt his short story about this gentle giant, well, this beautiful blue dragon, who'd rather be a poet than a ferocious beast. So along the way in convincing Walt how to do this, we are given a tour of the Walt Disney Studios and learning about the animation process. All the way back in 1941, so you can see we've been doing the idea of trying to entice people and to make people understand the technical ingenuity that it takes to make a Disney animated classic. In the end, of course, we do get a fine short. And in a way, everyone gets what they are asking for. What is very unique and fun about this is that we're still holding in that vein of... Saludos Amigos and Three Caballeros, where we're mixing live action with animation. Uh, something that we do carry on even as far as Roger Rabbit and even further. The unfortunate thing is that when it was originally released back in 41, there were some terrible things going on. One being the animator strike, and believe it or not, a little lack of love towards the Disney company. It is that mix of black and white footage and animation. However, it's the teachings of the animation process from Walt and friends that really make this shine. Granted, the beauty of this remastering in HD is the stunning point. To see the vibrancy of the dragon himself, sorry, I have to say, gotta love it. Is the story tight? No, not necessarily. I mean, it is one man trying to persuade another man to get his story made and in the process gets it done. But really what you're looking for is the beauty in the animation, especially amidst all the turmoil that's going on. In reviewing the Blu-ray itself, obviously you have to love Ichabod and Mr. Toad 
and Fun and Fancy free in order to really see this. Or you can search high and low and purchase the DVD, but you're going to miss out on such a beautiful remastering in taking the black and white footage and the color animation and making it stunningly beautiful. The downside, the audio is in mono, so you're only going to get a Dolby Digital mono instead of a stereo. Again, you have to look at the time period we're at. If you've seen some of the diamond editions of the early films, especially Pinocchio and Snow White, your audio isn't as great, but it is so beautiful to see those colors just pop on your screen. If you haven't done it yet, go out and find a means to have fun and fancy free in that Blu-ray player and watch The Reluctant Dragon. You are not going to be disappointed. It is a fun means to look into the Walt Disney Animation Studios in 1941 and meet yet another Disney dragon within our midst. Well, gang, the curtain's coming down and the popcorn's empty, so it means only one thing. It's time to say goodbye to you and all my company. So I'm going to go and file this one under fun for fun and fancy free, because that's how you're going to feel after you watch this segment within that Blu-ray. So until next time, gang, remember, the magic of Disney movies is always inside of you. with our first brand new magical music review of 2015. I'm diving into the 1960s section of my Disney Music Library to kick us off. This week's music is getting its Blu-ray debut with its film this February. Welcome to London, England, where we will find two humans, their two dogs, and their 99 puppies. We are looking at none other than 101 Dalmatians. Released in 1961, this film had a total of four more re-releases before being released on VHS for the first time in 1992. A bit of trivia, there are a total of 6,469,952 spots between our 101 Dalmatians. The music was written by Mel Levin and Disney veteran composer George Bruns. In grand total, there are three songs in this film that are sung. 
we will be taking a look at one of them, and then two of the score pieces. We've already been listening to a beautiful intro with some great clarinet and trumpet features, backed up with lots of flute, low brass, and percussion. This week will also serve as a tribute to the late Rod Taylor, the voice of Pongo. With all of that said, let's go for a walk in the park and listen to the music to Disney's 17th animated classic, 101 Dalmatians. If you ever pick up a copy of the 101 soundtrack, you'll notice that there are only five pieces of score with a one-phrase title. Everything else has at least two lines to it. Our first piece is entitled, What's All the Hurry? A Perfect Situation, Stir Things Up. The piece follows everything from Pongo and Roger leaving for their walk, to finding Purdy and Anita in the park, Pongo's plan to get Anita and Roger to notice each other. Like the overture, clarinet has a few prominent moments throughout. We also have violins, mallets, trumpets, flute, and a little percussion. And the piece can really be segmented into three movements, which coincide with the three different lines that make up the title. The first portion is quick and lively, giving the sense of someone in a hurry to get somewhere. Then in the middle, we have a legato, slightly slower movement, which gives the feeling of something going smoothly, or perfect. Then we pick back up tempo a little bit and intensity to the sense of a plan being quickly put into action. As with most scores, it fits the scene perfectly, and listening to it, you can picture the scene unfolding in front of you. Sit back and enjoy. choice is the song that Mel Levin is most famous for. Now Roger Radcliffe, Radcliffe mind you, not dearly like the live action film, is a songwriter. 
This song not only is Mr. Levin's biggest success, but is also Roger's. Cruella DeVille introduces us to our film's antagonist. As Roger describes her, you can tell she's not a woman to be trusted or anyone you would want to hang around. The track from the soundtrack opens with a piano solo where you will find the familiar melody to the song. The lyrics are sung by Bill Lee, the singing voice for Roger. Roger is voiced by Ben Wright for all the dialogue. Mr. Lee was a member of the group known as the Mellow Men, which sang in Lady and the Tramp, Winnie the Pooh and the Blustery Day, and in Alice in Wonderland. You might also know Mr. Lee as the singing voice for Captain Von Trapp in The Sound of Music. As we get into the song, Roger is accompanied by clarinet, low strings, and a little percussion. After the first verse, there is another piano break, coming back to the song with a high brass clash. A familiar song that has been recorded by many different well-known stars. Take a listen to the original. Oh, must be Cruella, your dearly devoted old schoolmate, Cruella de Vil. That's it. Cruella de Vil, Cruella de Vil, if she doesn't scare you, no evil thing will. Oh, to Roger. see her is to take a sudden chill. Oh. Cruella, Cruella, she's like a spider waiting for the kill. Roger, Look she'll out hear you. Cruella Deville. First you think Cruella is a devil But after time has worn away the shock You come to realize You've seen her kind of eyes Watching you from underneath a rock You're no help, Rod. vampire bat This inhuman beast She ought to be locked up And never released the world was such a wholesome place until Cruella, Cruella de Vil. Our final piece this week is near the end of the picture. Our Dalmatian friends are trying to get back to London. Dinsford, Cruella, a roll in the soot, to the van, it can't be, crazed, you fools, is the score that enhances the Dalmatian's arrival to Dinsford, the discovery of Cruella being in town, the disguise of soot, getting to the van, the departure, the chase, and Cruella's ultimate defeat. We have a full orchestra here with our prominent features throughout the woodwinds, high and low brass, violins, and percussion. As with all of the pieces of score included on this soundtrack, you can just picture the whole scene unfolding in your mind. I can almost see it now as I listen to it. Or maybe I've just watched this movie a few too many times. From the joyful sounds of the arrival to Dinsford, to the lower, more subdued tones from the moment we see Cruella, and the start, the journey to the van, to the excitement and energy that surrounds the chase out of town, the piece is happy, mysterious, and exciting. Take a listen.
that, our first music review of 2015 comes to a close. Thanks for listening in, D-Heads. I'll be back with an all-new Magical Music Review. Have anything park, film, TV, or otherwise you'd like to hear this year? Shoot me an email at page at dizradio.com. That's P-A-I-G-E at dizradio.com. Until next time, D-Heads, have a great rest of your week. See ya!
Disney Blues. Disney on demand. Ooh, I thought you were dead. With your host, Jonathan Johnson. What? My dad gave it to me. It shows exactly where we are on the planet. Boop, beep, 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 boop, boop. Was this baby? We'll never be alone. You just tell the man you want to go back to your mother. All right, LVD heads, so I am back once again, and I hope you enjoyed this week's show. We've had all kinds of fun on the horizon, tons from the D team, and I gotta extend a very special thank you once again to the very talented, the singer, the actress, and more, Miss Helen Reddy, once again for stopping in here with all of you D heads. It was a pleasure the first time we had you on, and we welcomed you back once again. You are always welcome here at Diz Radio fantastic memories that you've made for all of us. So thank you once again, Helen, for stopping in. I'd also like to thank the D team. Yes, Aaron, Caitlin, Nathan, Jason, and Paige, all for stopping in here this week. You make the magic happen. Without you, everybody would have to listen to me ramble on week in and week out. And remember, you can connect up with the D team on our official website at DizRadio.com. So thank you, D team. And also, finally, the D heads. Yes, thank you. You are the reason that we make this show happen. You're the reason we come back every single week to bring you the latest from Walt Disney World special guests, magic memories, and more. It is because of you, all the D heads out there. Thank you for tuning in every single week. Without you, there would be no show. So before I let you in as to who's going to be stopping in next week, and let me tell you, it's going to be a very fun one. I do want to give you all the different ways you can stay connected here at Disney On Demand. And first and foremost, you can always visit our official website at DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z Radio.com. There you can find our full list of past shows, the complete archives, and more, including our latest news blogs, our Lifetime of Disney Player, connecting up with the D-Team, and more, right there on our official website at DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z Radio. You can also connect up with us all over the social media outlets on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Disney On Demand. You can friend us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash John Diz. That's J-O-N-D-I-Z. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and more. Just search Disney Blue, that's B-L-U, or Diz Radio, D-I-Z Radio. And remember, you can always subscribe to the latest shows in iTunes and Stitcher just by subscribing to our show and get the latest to your device, your Android, your iPhone, and more, and listen to the latest shows as they get released. So, all of you D-heads, with all of that out of the way, next week we are bringing somebody eh, pretty true. We always want to bring you the magic, the memories from your lifetime of Disney, and this person next week is somebody that is going to do that. You know him as the voice of Disney from 1983 all the way through to 2007. Every time you watch the Walt Disney trailer, a television commercial, a new DVD release, you recognize his voice. And we have none other than Mark Elliott. Yes, a voice over icon stopping in here at the show next week. So get ready as Mark is going to stop in, talk about what it's like being part of many people's memories and being ingrained into the voice over community and being that voice of Disney for so many years to pass on to generations. And Mark is going to stop in and have all kinds of fun with all of you D-Heads next week. So all of you D-Heads, with that said, as we're rolling out the show, it is fun to officially kick off 2015. I know we have fun things in the horizon here. We have a lot of great things planned for 2015, including our 101st show. Now you're asking, why is that one big? Well, 101 will actually mark our 100th guest here at the show. So we are counting down and getting to that mark. So all of you D-Heads, as I always say, as you get busy, as times get crazy, just take that moment, slow down, take a breath, and never neglect family for business. Until next week, all of you D-Heads, I will catch you online and see you all over. 
Have a great weekend. We got a bill of sale right here that says he belongs to us. We bought a fair and square last year and we own the little cuss. Look here, read the writing that gives us a legal claim. Oh, we got a bill of sale right here. Build a sale in hand and lady if you don't fight. We'll pick you up right where you stand and bring you before the judge. No, sir. That boy is our property, same as the family now. We got a bill of sale right here and we're gonna take it now. Thank you for tuning in to Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. The content and thoughts expressed are those of the show and not the Disney company. Now go on and relive the magic, memories, and appreciation from your lifetime of Disney. See you real soon.